The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Log into MyBookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With MyBookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also sponsored by Oddshark. Head over to Oddshark now to get free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff. You'll also find the latest odds for every big game and fight from all the major online sportsbooks and casinos and betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. So head over to www.oddshark.com and give them a follow on Twitter at Oddshark. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Profit. Tired of having no true hedging option? Well, enter Profit, the only marketplace designed for users to buy and sell previously placed sports bets. Profit lets you sell a percentage of your bet, guaranteeing immediate profit while keeping skin in the game on your original bet. So sign up today for early access at betprofit.co. That's at betprofit.co. Guys, you are listening to the EPL show international edition here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Last week, the lock run ended on the EPL show. We've gone to nine and three. Um, the European show, however, extended to 10 and 2. If you would like the European show, you need to sign up to lockbetting.com. You'll also get the Europa League show, which is sitting at 4 and 0 for the season. So, as I said at the top of the show, this is international week. And even though it's not a Nations League game, a lot of interest will be on the England versus USA game, especially for you guys, because a lot of you will be US listeners. And this is quite a big game for the US. Um, Wayne Rooney is coming out of retirement for one game to get his 120th cap. The decision to do this game and make it about Wayne Rooney's 120th cap has raised a lot of controversial issues. A lot of professionals don't think it's fair that they're doing this. I think it's a bit of a farce. I think it's a slap in the face to Gareth Southgate, who spent the whole summer sorting England out so that the nation would take them seriously and uh, the professional footballers feel that this is a bit of a joke. However, it has increased ticket sales, so the people are behind it. They do think that it's appropriate that Wayne Rooney gets this big send-off against the USA, a country where he now plays his football. Um, he plays over there for Dallas. So very, very, very split on this. As far as the game goes, there is no split. The bookies fully expect England to win. They are 1-3 to three to do so. It's 9-2 to two to draw, and it's 10-1 to one on the USA. I'm not too sure where to go with this because obviously I can't just give you a one to three shot. I think that given all the controversy over Wayne Rooney, it will be very important for England to not turn this into a fast. They're going to have to get as much out of this as possible. So I think the headlines about this being a farce and people being negative towards it will be even worse if England don't win this game fairly convincingly. Now, I don't know when Rooney is going to be introduced 
to the game. Um, I know that he's going to play a large portion of it. I know he's going to be captain when he does play the game. So I'm not 100% sure what kind of factor that will have into it. But we're not talking about um, a movie star coming on here to, to play football for England or or a fan. We're talking about one of the best players to ever put on the shirt. We're, we're talking about a player who's still in the MLS now and, and is killing it. We're talking about a player who was only in the Premier League last year, so I don't think it's going to make a massive difference. Even if Wayne Rooney played 90 minutes, he'd still be better than everybody on the US team. I mean, he's gone to the MLS and has instantly become one of the best players there. He almost, well, he pretty much carried his team into the playoffs from being right at the bottom of the table. So I think England will win this game and I'm going to take England at even money on the minus one handicap to win this game by more than a goal as I do think it's important that they make this game look worthwhile. And in order to do that, they will have to put up a good showing uh, in preparation for a more or potentially more important game against Croatia on Sunday. And um, we'll be breaking that game down in part two of the EPL show this week because it's going to be a two-parter. And um, one of the reasons is I can't break that game down until I know the result of Croatia versus Spain because we won't know if there's any stakes on the line for it. The only if if Spain win the game, Spain win England's group. So Croatia and England have got nothing to play for in the last game, other than avoiding relegation. And England will be in a far better position than Croatia to do that because there'll be three points ahead of them. So it'd be practically impossible for England to go down, especially based on the fact that Croatia were hammered by Spain earlier on in the group stages. So. The deciding game in this group is pretty much going to be tomorrow when Croatia beats Spain. And if Spain fail to win that game, only then will it leave the door wide open for England to win the group. Looking at the odds, the bookies do feel as though the England game could be pointless. They've got Croatia at 14 to 5. They've got the draw at 12 to 5. And they have Spain priced up at six to five. So they're pretty strong favourites here. I do fancy Spain to, to win this game. I think it'd be very difficult for Croatia to come up against a Spain team who beat them 6-0. But in saying that, there's obviously a revenge factor going into this because Croatia will want to wipe out that humiliation. Also, Croatia are the team that finished runners-up in the World Cup, not Spain. So there isn't a massive class discrepancy here. However... If you look at the records between the two teams and the heads-to-heads, um, there's obviously been a significant class differential in the past because Spain and Croatia have faced off against each other six times. Uh, Spain have won on four occasions. And uh, as I said, they won 6-0 last time. Croatia have only won this game once. So it's difficult to see Croatia pulling out the win here. But as I was researching it, one of the key things that stood out to me was the fact that what Croatia have done until that last game against England is they have scored at home for 21 matches in a row. And Spain are conceding goals. They conceded three against England. Uh, they did not look solid at the back in the World Cup. We saw that game against Portugal where they conceded three. We saw them concede three at home against England, which is why they are in a position where they kind of do need to win this game in order to qualify. So 
Although I do think Spain will win this game, my official pick for this game is for both teams to score, and that is available at the underdog price of evens. It's 8-11 to 11 for both teams not to score, and even money that they will both score. And I think that on this occasion, both teams will score in this game tomorrow. And uh, if you're going to press me for a winner, I think Spain will win this game and make the England-Croatia game irrelevant. But we'll be covering it on the next part of this podcast anyway, because there are loads and loads of international games stretched across the next five days. And um, as I said, the main reason why it's difficult to cover everything in this podcast is because I can't do predictions on the games that are happening on Sunday and Monday, because these results from Thursday and Friday are so important as to what teams will need to do and our team's going to rest or bother or, or, or whatever they do um, come the games on Sunday and Monday and in England's case there will be no reason to play a full strength team if Spain win this game and finish England's chances of being able to qualify for the next round of this Nations League the next game I wanted to look at was Belgium versus Iceland uh, Belgium are 1-5 to five to win this game the draw is at 7-1 to one and Iceland are at 14-1 to one. as I was researching this game the interesting stat I found here was that they played 10 times and Belgium have won every single one. So Belgium will also be going into this game trying to maintain a 100% record in this group and securing qualification after winning the first two matches. I think they're going to do that. I think they're probably going to do it relatively easily. Looking at the um, the number of goals Iceland have conceded so far in the Nations League, um, the expectation is that they can concede 2.63 goals and Belgium are averaging just under three a game at 2.75. Iceland go into this game missing their best player. Gulfi Sigurdsson of Everton has been forced out of the team. Um, I can't see any creativity coming from Iceland. So you can really take your pick as to how you bet this. You can go for um, Belgium to win this game to nil. You can take Belgium to win this on the handicap. Um, the fact that you can get Belgium at one to five is something that I would stick in every single parlay that, that I that I had. Um, Belgium to win this game to nil are four to five and Belgium to win this on the minus one handicap is four to seven. Uh, I think if we're doing locks on this podcast, that's going to be the one because Belgium are going to easily win this game against Iceland tomorrow. And this is definitely something that you will want to be betting because Belgium are hundred percent are against Iceland anyway, and hundred percent in this group anyway, but without Gilfie Sigerson there, Iceland literally carry no threat and uh, Belgium are absolutely flying. So, make sure that you have something on this game. This is something that you want to get involved in and add to all parlays and whatnots, because this is certainly not a coupon buster and one to five really isn't a bad price for this. And I think the clean sheet is also going to come in and uh, the handicap will be easily covered in this game in favor of Belgium. The last game I want to look at is Thursday is outside of the nation league. It's Germany versus Russia where Germany are one to three. The draw is five to one and Russia are 10 to one. This is interesting because Russia are pushing to win their group in their nation's league group. Russia are currently sitting top of their group. Whereas Germany 
are sitting bottom of their group and could be getting relegated if they don't win their next game. So even though both teams don't have Nations League action this time around, the next time they play, they'll be playing for very different reasons. Russia will be looking to win, to go up to the top tier, and Germany could be coming down. These two teams could be swapping places. So I think this friendly, even though it is a friendly, it's very, very important for Germany to kind of try and build up some momentum because they are definitely on the slide. They've had a bad World Cup. They've suffered a defeat at France and they were humiliated by Holland. I was at that game and Germany were absolutely crushed by the Dutch. So even though this is a friendly game, as I said, they're going to want to win this tomorrow and they're going to want to look good in doing so. Meanwhile, Russia can use this as an opportunity to give some fringe players an opportunity to play. Players that they're not going to want to play in next month's important game when they're trying to secure the group. So I think that Germany will definitely win this game and they're probably going to want to look impressive in doing so um, I wouldn't be surprised if Germany start with their strongest team and then bring on players in the second half so I think a good bet here was to take Germany half time Germany full time but definitely Germany to win this game I think you can add this one to your bet with uh, Belgium the last two games that I want to look at all happen on Friday um, they feature Holland versus France, which is probably the big one. Um, and after that, I also want to take a look at Wales versus Denmark. But we'll start with Holland versus France, where Holland are 21 to 10. It's 13 to 5 the draw, and it's 11 to 8 on France. The atmosphere in Holland, or at the Netherlands, as some people call it, is um, is absolutely incredible. The the home support really do act like a 12th man. Uh, they were fully behind their team and were absolutely ecstatic when they beat Germany last time out, although part of that could be because Germany are a big rival of the Netherlands. But um, nevertheless, Holland won that game very easily. Now, Holland can still win this group if they manage to beat France and they beat Germany again, which is absolutely unthinkable that Holland could go into Germany and win, then they will win this group because it will leave France on seven points and it will leave Holland on nine points. Now, France only needs to go and draw this game. If France draw this game, they will maintain a four-point gap with the Netherlands and the Netherlands won't be able to go up. However, if the Netherlands do get that point, the good side of that will be is that they can't go down. So this will effectively relegate Germany before Germany and Holland play, unless Germany can turn around a miraculous goal difference of six goals. So if Holland draw this game, then Germany will need to beat Holland 6-0 or 7-1 or 8-2 in order to avoid relegation. So even though I think Holland will be wanting to win this group, I don't think that's very likely. I think that they will be more than content to avoid relegation because they would have been strong, strong favourites to finish behind Germany and France when this was drawn. And uh, for them to avoid relegation, off the back of beating Germany 3-0 will be a massive, massive achievement for Holland to stay in the top tier of the Nations League. And uh, they can do that with a draw 
I think that's what's going to happen. I think a draw here suits everybody. The draw is available at 13 to 5. And uh, later on when we do the lock dog parlay for this show, that will certainly be what I'll be putting out as my dog. I think Holland and France will draw this game on Friday. The last game I wanted to look at is the Wales versus Denmark game where Wales will win the group by beating Denmark and they go into this as favourites to do so at 17 to 10. The draw is 11 to 5. And it's 19 to 10 on Denmark. So all Wales have to do looking at this table is win this game. They currently sit in front of Denmark by two points. However, if Denmark draw this game, then Wales' record is played for 1-2, drawn one and lost one. And they sit on seven points. Denmark will need to win their final game at home to the Republic of Ireland in order to win this group. I think despite the fact that Wales have Gareth Bale, I do think that Denmark are the better team. I think strategically here, they have they can just come in and sit back and try and hit Wales on the break. Wales are the ones, despite being ahead of Denmark, Wales are the ones who are under pressure to win this game. Wales are the ones that will need to secure qualification. And if they don't, it's very likely that Denmark will then go ahead and beat Ireland, a team that they beat to qualify for the World Cup by five goals to one in Ireland. So you can only assume that Denmark are very confident about finishing the job if they're able to avoid it defeat here um, Denmark to avoid that defeat on the double chance are one to two I think that's a really good bet um, I think Denmark are definitely going to do that and um, unfortunately I think that will be the end of Wales because I think once they fail to win this game I think Denmark will go on and win this group and qualify for the next tier of the Nations League by beating Ireland next time out so here we go we're going to finish off with the lock dog parlay as always, um, my lock and strongest play on this particular podcast is Belgium minus one. Uh, without Gilfie Sigerson there, I don't think Iceland are going to pose much of a goal threat. I don't think they're going to have any creativity. I think they're going to sit back and try and contain Belgium. But Belgium are a team that have got the likes of Hazard, Lukaku, Mertens, Witzel. Um, they normally have Kevin De Bruyne, but he's not playing in this game. But they have a load of world-class talented players that can come in and replace Kevin De Bruyne. And uh, even though they are top heavy in a lot of people's opinions, if you actually look at the defense and look at the defenders that they have, they're very, very solid at the back and they have Courtois and goal as well. I'm not expecting Iceland to do anything here. And I think the, the minus one handicap will be easily covered in this game. And that's going to be my lock. Uh, my parlay, I'm going to, Go for Belgium again. I don't usually like to double dip with my um, with my lock and my parlay, but I'm absolutely certain about this result. I'm going to pad it out with a couple of friendly games. Uh, I think England will beat the USA, and I think Germany will make a good statement against Russia. They're going to need to, and um, taking those three teams in a parlay takes that to $215 back from a $100 stake. So I like that bet. I think England and Germany in front of their own fans against um, USA and Russia and Belgium against Iceland is a decent parlay that I expect to win. My dog, I touched on it when I was going through. Um, I'm going to go for a draw in the Holland-France game. I think it suits both teams. As I said, 
Holland will still keep their hopes alive from winning this group if they manage to beat France and then beat Germany. But I don't think that's very likely. I think what's more likely here is that they draw this game, save themselves from relegation, keep themselves in the top tier of the Nations League and France go on to the next part, which is actually going to be a four-team semi-final. That's what happens here. The top tier of the Nations League will see all its group winners go through to a semi-final and the winner of that actually gets an automatic spot in the 2020 European Championships. A lot of people don't actually understand the Nations League and, and how it works, but that is the prize for that. So that has you covered for Thursday and Friday. Obviously, as I said, results in the Nations League group games will determine how I pick the games for Saturday, Sunday and Monday. It would be impossible for me to do some of these games such as England and Croatia and uh, Switzerland versus Belgium, which are all important games, providing that there is still a level of importance attached to them coming off the back of the games that I just broke down. So look out for that podcast. That podcast will be out as soon as the games on Friday have been fin- have been completed. And uh, we do have some really interesting games coming up. As I said, England are playing against Croatia, Switzerland are playing against Belgium, and Italy are playing against Portugal as well. They're definitely three games I want to cover. Um, one thing I wanted to say is um, Brazil are over here in the UK, as they often are. They often play friendlies outside of Brazil because they make a lot more money from it. Whilst they're here, they'll be playing against Uruguay and they will be playing against Cameroon. Brazil always, always, always win friendlies. So that is something that you want to look to bet on. They always come out. They always put on a decent exhibition. It's always like a home game for them. They always play strong teams. So I think Brazil will beat Uruguay. They're available to beat Uruguay at four to seven. And there is no price on the Cameroon game at the moment. So that's it from me. Make sure you listen to the show on Friday. It will be available as soon as these Nation League games are finished. As I said, there's some really, really big games to cover. The ones I already mentioned, plus that Brazil against Cameroon friendly as well that I just touched on. If you want to get all of the podcasts I do, which includes a Europa League podcast, which includes a weekly European show and which also includes two Champions League podcasts every Champions League week breaking down game by game you have to go over and find me at lockbetting.com there are also some free bets there last week we put out an NFL parlay that won everybody £130 for free so you can't argue with free shit but obviously if you want the extra podcasts just go over to lockbetting.com and see how you can get them we are massively profitable over there the PL is available for everybody to see there's no hiding there like i said some people that um, that sell packages or say they're doing this and say they're doing that there's no way to actually check on that or they could just be putting anything in front of you you can't do that on the lockbetting.com site because it's a membership site everybody there can comment on everything you can't put out a spreadsheet and not have one of the other members complain about it it's effectively a patreon site lockbetting.com diverts over to a patreon page where everybody's able to have their input so if there was any skullduggery going on someone would quickly pipe up and say hey that didn't happen or hey i never saw that bet or hey i i never won this much money this month it just doesn't happen because it's all 100 percent legit so go ahead 
check it out lockbetting.com that's where i am as i said one more time i will be back on friday with the rest of these games from international week in the meantime as always good luck with all of your bets and thanks for listening